0: What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. Folks, we are going to be chatting about quite a bit today. And what I wanted to focus on was uh, what you should and shouldn't do uh, in this market. And depending on where you're at around the country, um, things aren't what they were 18 months ago. um, But that doesn't mean business still isn't being had. So we're bringing on a killer here. He's got over 90 agents uh, in his market. And He hasn't really necessarily seen that effect yet because he's constantly staying on top of trends. He hasn't stopped uh, bringing in inbound leads despite market conditions. And as a result of that is that's why this team hasn't really suffered anything on the numbers. Right. But lead generation is pretty expensive. You can lose a lot of money in it very quickly. And for somebody that knows all these different platforms and whatnot, one of the questions we're seeing all around the country is like, hey, what should I invest my money in right now because business is down? Should I buy Zillow Lead? Should I buy Realtor.com? Should I join one of these referral networking companies? What the fuck is it? So that's what we're gonna be chatting about today is what are we gonna, what do you do? How do you analyze? Let's do the pros and cons of lead generation within the real estate space as of 2023, uh, coming into the summer. So without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome our guest, Jeremy Wilson. Jeremy, what's up, man?
1: Hey, thanks for having me, Mike. I appreciate your, uh, I appreciate your time and you having me on for
0: sure. Why don't you tell everyone who you are? What do you do? Where are you at? Yeah. Uh, Jeremy
1: Wilson. I'm in, uh, in my home base is Charleston, South Carolina. That's where we started business about 16 years ago. And, uh, you know, with the lead sources, uh, scaling us, we were able to move into a few other cities in, in South Carolina and, and Georgia over the last few years and grow our agent count. And, uh, uh, you know, it all based on lead sources primarily. So we went from about uh, 10 agents three years ago, and now we've got about 90 agents in four cities just in the last three years.
0: And out of those, what kind of how many numbers of homes are we selling monthly right now? Um, we'll do about 1500
1: transactions this year Damn. in those in those four cities. Last year, we closed about uh, about 375 million, about 900 transactions. So, um, you know, and if you if you take the leads, they're just going to keep sending you.
0: So you got, you know, you understand lead generation, at least in, in real estate, you probably are numbers analytical, like crazy. And he's from Chicago. You believe that he's from that's Chicago. Right. That's why right. You guys notice everyone like from Chicago oh, works hard and like actually kicks ass from Chicago. <laughs> yeah, <that's, right. laughs> except sports. Uh, but that's a whole nother, <laughs> that's a whole nother story. Um, so here's the question that I have. And I'm like, I've always been referral. We talked about before we got on the show. I've always been mainly referral. I do create a lot of content. That's been my business model. It's been our business model as a marketing company and whatnot. But I am dabbling a lot in the lead generation space. We have a different company called Owner Advocate, and we have a referral model. And we get agents referrals and collect a referral fee for the leads we generate. And um, I've learned a lot in the last year or so on that business. And uh, what I can tell you guys is that lead generation in general is very expensive. Okay? and the vast majority of people can't play the game because they don't have the resources to do so. Right. Um, whether that's the CRM, the auto responder set up the right way, or it's the budget to nurture for six to nine months before that thing actually starts kicking. There's a whole number of things, but there isn't a grit, which quick thing that I've seen yet. Is there?
1: Absolutely not. No, it's exactly what you said. Big, big admin team to nurture the leads because the agents are not going to do it. Um, you know, they, you know, they want these bottom-of-the-funnel leads of that even though they're expensive, they want the, the quick money.
0: Yep. So walk me through how it works with you guys, regardless of lead sources. Like, what is that, what do I need to have if I'm thinking about actually doing this? What is the number one thing I should be doing? Like, is it my CRM? Is it my autoresponder? What's the offer, winning offer right now? Let's go through some of those things.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, the CRM is is super important, as well as just having enough agents and having teams that are deep enough to be able to handle the number of leads. And, and just over the years, we've always been a team where we didn't bring any new agents on unless we had the leads to give them. Um, so we, we just don't bring in agents just to have, you know, more people sitting on the seats in the bus. Um, you know, it was just simply because we had too many leads to handle, um, you know, so, so the CRM is very important. Um, and, and we've always been a first to claim model. Some agents or some teams call it shark tank. Um, we, we've tried every way to, hand out the leads in the past, but this seems to work the best. It, um, it creates a little bit of urgency. And then, you know, we manage it. And my admin team manages it on the back end. So agents don't get too greedy and take too many too many leads to where they can't handle. Um, you know, but inevitably it still ends up being where, you know, they, they take the calls. You know, a lot of these are connection calls because there's a Zillow, Flex, and Obsidian Ojo, which are almost all connection calls. And they get on the phone and they, they try to qualify them right away they meet them for the first time, but if they're not buying right away, then they can get pushed into uh, automation in, in hopes that they'll eventually come back around. Um, so it, it works great for that low hanging fruit.
0: How many, because um, there's a difference between referral model than buying leads, right? So it's do leads only, like I'm talking about Zillow.com or buying leads, right? Um, yep. How many leads on average? Do I need to buy before I finally get one? And let's just say I'm pretty good at converting. Like, let's just say I, I'm not shy. Like I could actually talk to somebody. I got my shit together. How many yep. leads do I need to buy to actually, like, what should I expect when the numbers? Seen? Yeah.
1: So every source is a little bit different, of course, as you can imagine. We we track a few of the sources independently, like Zillow Flex, and our best agents are converting 12 to 15, 12 to 16% on Zillow Flex.
0: That's pretty um, damn good. You
1: know not, not every agent is doing that. You know, of course, we've got measures in place to to bump them up on the on the scale there. Um, realtor.com, uh, you, you, we usually convert those at 8 to 10%. Um, Again, some agents, the killers that are just crazy aggressive, you know, they'll convert them a little bit higher than that. So overall, uh, you know, before we added some of the top of the funnel lead sources, uh, pay-per-click and social media, which we just started six months ago, everything else was bottom of the funnel. Um, we would convert 8 to 13% on average for blended conversion, uh, and we, we do about 15 to 20 different lead sources that are all bottom of the funnel. Um, you know, so, so you know, our intent when we brought in these pay-per-click and social media leads that we knew were going to be a, more of a long-term nurture and probably a lower conversion percent, but much, much cheaper leads. Is that the agents would would like these because they're they're no referral fee less expensive, even though it took a little bit longer to nurture?
0: yep. And uh, awesome. I like it. Um folks, lead generation. so basically what we're talking about is um, a handoff versus like a manufactured lead that you create on your own. And there are a lot of companies that you have to get approved for a lot of these companies though. They're not just going to go out and take anyone. I know with ours, like we, we, we really are concerned. We're no, we're not Ojo or anything like that. We're tiny right now, yeah. but um, you know, we want to make sure you can convert before we start investing money in you. It costs money to generate these leads and the vast majority is right. Like the vast majority of people won't follow up on them in the right way. How important yeah, and is and data? They, they,
1: yeah. And, and they've changed over just the last two years, these, these lead sources, you know, uh, uh Realtor.com has changed their platform. You know, they've tried to do this market VIP thing, which is more of like an invite-only, like you talked about, um, you know, only inviting certain teams that, that prove conversion. Zillow Flex, obviously, that's all about finding the right team that's got the systems in place. Now, OJO, just in the last few weeks, it's been one month since OJO launched their OJO Plus program, and that's exactly what they're doing. They're splitting the leads in half, and they're finding one or two teams in each market that can really do a good job with conversion. Then they're analyzing, you know, it's weekly calls with your advisor yep. to make sure you're doing a great job with it. So yeah, I think mean, all the paid lead sources are really going away. Um, you know, we're still spending, I think, $600,000 a year on realtor.com leads, but I know that eventually that's going to go away and it's going to be more of the, the op city model or the market VIP model. So yeah,
0: that's what I'm sort of seeing as well. It's seeing a lot of the companies go that way and it's because lead generation is expensive guys. That's what we just yeah. said at the very beginning. Um, and tackling it unless you really know how to run all these, these things at once. Cause you do, you need social, you need retargeting going, you need that to sort of nudge. You need just knowing what to target to begin with, to create. Um, there's a whole lot of moving parts on this stuff. So, um, what do you, what between the agents that you have right now, who's succeeding, who's not like, what Um, what do we have to do here?
1: It's no, it's not rocket science. You know, if you pulled up our CRM right now without ever talking to a single one of our agents or listening to any of the phone calls, it's the agents that are just persistent and hardworking and following up and being organized. Those are the agents that are killing it, you know, that they they put in the work, they're going to make the money. It's it's the agents that are just kind of sitting back and hoping that the business will come to them that, that just aren't succeeding, unfortunately.
0: What other additional lead sources other than the than the handoffs and the purchased ones? Um, I think you mentioned you guys had like a big, uh, a lot of, you had a huge amount of referral type leads and whatnot. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. We're, um we're starting to do a lot more referrals. Um, you would think that a, a team of 90 agents brings in tons of referrals across the country, especially with the leads that we get on the front end being the bottom of the funnel, everybody that our agents are talking to. And, and we're getting a, a ton of leads, you know, about 80 to hundred leads a day for our team. And every single person our agent talks to is either moving away from here or moving to here in most cases. You know, very little, they're very small percent of the time are they moving in, you know, within our market. So, um, you know, looking at those numbers last year, I was embarrassed. You know, we I think I told you earlier, Mike, we uh, last year for a team of 90 agents, we received 60 outside referral fees um, to our company where our agents referred somebody across the United States and they closed. So, you know, obviously when I looked at that number and like, we've got, we've got to fix this. So we, we sat back and we talked to our agents, and you know, tried to find out what was going on. And, and basically it was two things. They didn't know how to approach that lead that they were on the phone with for the first time and what to say to them to, to get a referral off of it. Mm. And then the second thing is they didn't know how to find the agent or they didn't know how to find the agent, but it was just very time consuming, very much a hassle. They didn't have time to put into to throw them into a Facebook group or, or anything like or go google search um, to to find an agent wait for the agents to call them back which doesn't happen.
0: So so let me I just want to unpack that for all you broker owners listening um and that's just like free money. Um literally not having a uh, a referral network for your agents like just to go ahead and refer It's just bottom of the line money right there. You guys um that's true I didn't, I didn't even think about that. But you said something else I want you guys to really pay attention to he says The vast majority of the leads are either moving into or out of their market, which means they're non-local, okay? I'm going to unpack this a little bit. And um, the people who convert on leads are always non-local, completely fucking weird, or crazy, okay? And I'm going to unpack each of these. First, let's do the non-local. Why is it non-local? Why, did, why is non-local form a lead generation? Well, over 80% of people use the first person they meet with, many of which they're referred to or they personally know, like trust or or no, it's a still referral-based business. All lead generation tends to be the ones that convert. The vast, vast majority of these are moving in or out of a market. Uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What does that tell you guys as an agent? What kind of content should you be creating around that, right? Um, So there there's, there's one big um, hint because everyone tries to go out and spend money on targeting the people that are just moving in or they want to go target, like spend money on all this other stuff. And they don't realize that the ones that convert are the ones that don't know anyone in the market yet. And there's a big correlation there. I'm not just theory. Right. But there's a correlation big time with it. Um, Two are the weirdos. Why? Okay, I I see them come in. They're they're either introverted, they're super weird, or they're a hoarder. Okay, these are the these <laughs> these these. I'm not joking. Okay, these are the investor deals. Okay, and there's like a small percentage of them in the market, but these are the ones that the house is falling apart. There's a distress situation. Uh, they're embarrassed to talk about it. Uh, there's a number of ones. Bks, the def- foreclosure, uh, late payments, high debt. You name it. Um, that's a whole nother That's the that's the interlocal right there. Okay, typically for lead gen. That's why investors never have a lead generation problem, despite market conditions. Um, and the third one is just like, just the weirdos that are introverts. They don't have. They don't know anyone. It's very rare, but they're out there. It's just you're not going to get rich on them, though. It's going to be like a unicorn when you see one. You're local and you don't have an agent. You don't know an agent. Oh, great. Yeah, that doesn't happen
1: often for sure. (laughs) everybody usually knows five agents you know
0: locally totally what does that tell you guys and where to spend your money though like and where do you spend your efforts if you're going to go into lead gen you got to understand that people you're probably going to do lead gen with are probably not familiar with the market you're in so what kind of content you create around the market you're in
1: that's right Yep. all these bottom of the funnel lead sources are are not familiar with our market and that's why they're on these websites correct
0: yep so that's that's really interesting. You pack and you guys probably have like you're doing a hundred leads a day. That's what three hundred and fifty thousand, three hundred and fifty-two thousand leads a year. So you yeah. know you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of
1: a lot of leads coming in. Jeez.
0: Um, what's up with the what do you think we're what direction are we headed here? Um I'm curious to know if like since the cost of housing got doubled. Uh, with interest rates going up, you know, um, how has that affected uh, lead generation? I remember in markets past, there'd be big teams that um, could literally go close doors overnight um, because the market shifted and they couldn't, the ROI they had last month wasn't the ROI they're going to get this month. So they couldn't make smart decisions. Uh, What do you see happening? Is the buying habits changed? Uh, Not so much. Uh, what's, What's going on over there in
1: you know, we we just talked about it last week in our meeting. So my main market is Charleston, South Carolina. And if you look back 18 months ago, in our whole entire MLS, there was about 900 homes available to buy and interest rates were still good. You know, there wasn't any inventory. Nobody could find a house. It was multiple offers, way over full price. And now fast forward 18 months, there's 2,500 homes available. Okay. So three times as many homes available there's um interest rates are are up quite a bit from 18 months ago but there's still no there's still not enough inventory for the amount of buyers so uh, you know honestly I'm, I'm worried about when rates do drop it's going to be crazy you know how many of
0: those are um, reloads coming in that charleston marks i know all of my friends are moving out that way everyone from chicago's yeah. getting the hell out you know so you still uh-huh. have that inbound i'm curious to know what's happening in like some like sacramento i had an agent on and they're like dude we're down like, t- we're at pre-pandemic levels, you told me the other day. So I guess a lot of it's where you're at in the country too, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. And we're, you know, we're in Columbia, South Carolina, Greenville, South Carolina, Savannah, Georgia, and all of our market, all four of our markets are about the same. You know, just low inventory, things are still selling over full price. You know, I you know I think it, it's stopping the people that are moving local, that have great rates already locked in. I think it's stopping those people, but people that are moving down from New Jersey that are paying ridiculous, uh, you know, taxes every year, you know. It's a no brainer to move down here and, and, and buy something in this uh, inexpensive market.
0: Well, yeah, they feel like it's cheap. I mean, if people yeah, from California sure. are like, oh man, you got a 3,400 square house for under a million bucks? Crazy. Yeah. Under That's 750? Right. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's just. Oh my gosh. The pricing around here is just insanely, uh, yeah. And, not, I, and I've cool.
1: been doing it in Charleston for so long. So I see a house that's now, you know, $500,000 that for so long, it was $200,000 and just seems like it went up overnight, but it's still very affordable in the, in the big scheme of things, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, you could almost, that's an interesting market uh, to be watching, but yes, that's, I would agree with that. Cause you still have ocean front and it's going to climb into like other ocean front markets. Um, very interesting, dude. Um, Anything else you want to uh, sort of, any other tips? What do you, anything else you want to chat about on this? Um, the referral model is really interesting. Um, you just didn't realize that, hey, if I'm going to be selling someone's house and they're moving out of town, I might as well just get a referral free from our other agents in the in the market.
1: Yeah. I, and I think that's it for the teams that I talk to across the country and team leaders and broker owners. They've got to have a solution for their agents on how to send referrals out because agents are frustrated with the Facebook groups and, you know, blasting out there and then, 50 people respond in the first five minutes and then they got to weed through those people. And really, you know, they get frustrated and they send that referral to any agent that responds and that agent maybe has done one deal in their entire life, but they just happen to be the first one to click on that Facebook and comment on it. So, um, you know, our, our solution as a team and, and what we've rolled out nationwide is just, uh, you know, even our own agents on our team, go to exclusive Submit a referral within 20 or 30 minutes, you're going to have a referral agreement sent back to you with your information as the sending agent, the other agents information in that market that we've already interviewed ahead of time, make sure that they've been in the business, they're closing deals and you can trust them. And then the referrals information, it's a 25% referral agreement and that's it. It, it takes you one minute to to find a great agent we've already interviewed instead of going to these Facebook groups and hoping you're going to get on the phone with these agents.
0: She already got the you know, network set up. Quickly. So if I have a referral anywhere, I just put it in there and I got to get someone that's not going to like screw me over and make me look like an asshole.
1: No, You put it in there. We've, we've interviewed these and they've been interviewed by my team that's been in business for a long time. You know, we make sure that they know how to follow up with leads. They're great with communication. They've been in the business at least two years or closing at least 15 deals a year. Um, And and we go to work and an agent never has to be worried about, well, do they have an agent in this area? Because some of the counties that we don't have agents, if we get a referral for that county, our team has a a protocol. They go to work immediately, and we blast about 10 different Facebook groups. We go to Zillow. We go to all these different intranet sites, and we go to work. And within an hour, we're going to find and interview a qualified agent in that area and get them hooked up for your referral. So we do all the legwork for you. It's it's absolutely free if you're sending referrals. If you want to have an exclusive county, it's simply $10 per month to have that county. And you get all exclusive referrals I, for you for that county.
0: I was always hesitant to send referrals. I'll give you guys a quick story. Uh, right, right before I got out of the business in Chicago, I referred – this is like a college friend of mine, right? Never refer a friend of business, especially one that drinks a little bit more than they should. Um, but long story short is that uh, he's a contractor, right? So one of my good friends bought a house. Referred him over to, you know, do some drywall and redo the bathroom and paint and whatnot. It was just a mess. Like the guy messed up, didn't show up. She had to redo the whole job. She lost like $15,000. At the end of the day, that job ended up being my entire like month for a time. And it was my problem, right? Because it's a friend of mine. Mike, why you hook me up with this guy? Dude is terrible. I don't refer people for that reason. Contractors ever, no matter how well I know them. And um uh, I fear the same way about real estate agents um do. Yeah. But that's a good yeah. thing you're doing there because uh that should take some of the um worry out because uh it's your brand when you're putting your name with somebody else. And trust me, if you refer anyone, this is why referrals always work regardless of what context they're in, is that people are wired to want to refer people shit. That's just the way God made us. We want to help others, we want to seek the help of others. Like that's just what we are, it's how we're wired. And um, the fastest uh, way you could kill your business is when you send someone a bad referral, because uh, if you ever sent someone to a restaurant where they serve hair and food, uh, you wouldn't like them too much either. And that's what you're doing when you send someone shitty service. So um, just try right. that and, and, and
1: we, we do. do have we do have one fail say that agents get worried about. They're like, well, what if I send a referral there and I don't like the agent? But when an agent goes on our website to send a referral, Mike, they? Uh, one of the questions on there is, do you want to talk to that referring agent or receiving agent before they call the lead? And I'd say about 70% of the time, the sending agent is putting yes, because they want to talk to that agent. Even though we've said we've already interviewed them and vetted them and everything, I don't blame them for wanting to talk to the agent to make sure. And if it, it doesn't should. fit, don't use them. Yep.
0: Absolutely. I mean, you, you should, like, you should want to know, especially if it's a trusted, 100%. like a, a family member, just a name and number mm-hmm. and you're like, great. Yep. But if it's a friend or family member, you got to know who the hell you're, you're sending them to. Um, That'll come back and haunt you. It never fails. Um, I can That's tell you right. that. I uh, really appreciate it. Why don't you tell them what that website is? It's pretty cool. Watch them where that is again. And then I'll uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and get this wrapped up. Yep.
1: exclusiveagentreferrals.com is a website. It's easy at the very top. It says submit a referral. And if you're interested in locking down a county in the network, just click on not a member and, and we'll we'll get you scheduled for an interview.
0: And your other website is uh chucktownhomes.com if you guys want to see what he's doing. Um pretty nice site um, on it right now. But yeah, you could go click around. He's in four different cities for any of you guys looking to see how he's doing it and what he's doing. Um, but yeah, this is cool, man. I appreciate you coming on and um I appreciate you sharing um that information and folks, um you know what I'm going to say. Referrals are always the lowest hanging fruit and the way that you always generate a lot of business or at least consistent business. I'm not saying you get rich off them, but you can have a career off of them, no doubt, as long as you follow the system. And if you want that damn system, it's called www.referralsuite.com. That is referralsuite.com. We farm your database with content so they stop forgetting who the fuck you are and stop referring and cheating on you with other realtors. It's that simple. We farm people. If you've read The Millionaire Agent by Gary Keller, I built out a software that his brain wanted to. That's all it is. All right. So go ahead and go there. Referralsuite.com. It's S-W-E-E-T. And appreciate you guys listening to another episode. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.